and welcome back to What Is Life Dude, the podcast. My name is Eric. I'm Sarah. Welcome. I hope you're all doing well. A couple weeks into quarantine now. Quarantine week three, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's, I've, it's truly all blurred together. I've lost track of all time. Hello to any new listeners. I feel like we've gotten quite a few in the past week or so. Alexa is speaking to us, and I don't know what she's saying. I don't. I don't know either. Hopefully, she'll uh, she'll she'll quiet down over there. <laughs> she'll cool her jets. Um, yeah. So, how are we doing? How are we doing during this quarantine? Good for the most part, actually. There are some moments where I'm just itching to get back to life as usual. What are you missing? Would love to go to the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would love to be able to go to the grocery store without worrying about contracting a deathly illness right (laughs) yeah well something we've been talking about a lot is that people keep asking us how we're holding up and i'm like well me and sarah or just sarah goes to the store literally every day usually Mm -hmm. because you are constantly looking up recipes and you want to try stuff and you just you cook for your job and you need to go constantly to the store and it's just less mentally taxing on me to plan for what i'm going to cook that day and it's like since i work from home it's a nice change of pace to you know finish my computer work and go to the store which is not that far away from me so typically i'll go to the store every day every other day and just pick up what i need for that day and now we're really trying to stretch it out to like once a week i mean it's hard enough for people to like plan all of their meals for the next week and go grocery shopping once a week right let alone someone like you whose job it is to be creative like every day with your food you know how are you supposed to plan that for a week it just sounds so difficult we're not we're really not no we're just going in we're not planning really oh yeah we're going in and hoping that what we need is there and right you know making it work for the most part things are restocked again here i haven't looked for toilet paper true? i don't think that's true at all no i mean there are some beans there's some pasta very few absolutely no flour yet no i've been i've been going th- i think a lot of people are going through a an at-home bread baking craze <laughs> right now a lot of people making the no need bread in their their dutch ovens and um as a result there is no flour of any kind even the gluten-free flour blends are missing at our our stores no yeast no yeast only at the asian market yeah i think it's i think the bread baking thing has to be because it feels like a homey yeah self-sustaining thing to do no i totally understand i'm making my own bread it's also very satisfying yeah if you're not someone who usually makes those kinds of staples to uh to make bread and is it what else is better Right? Is it on? It's on the easier side too. I'm assuming. Well, this particular recipe is, right. but yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. So, you know, this this episode's going to be about our how we're staying motivated during right. this time in kind of every sense of of the word motivation. Mm-hmm. So maybe we start with fitness. Yeah, I, on, I have a sense. Yeah, I have a sense that fitness is going to be a lot of what we're talking about today, just because I feel like. That's where we've really been mostly motivated, like Mm -hmm. noticing a pretty big difference. And it's interesting because we were regular gym goers. We'd go to the gym several times a week for like an hour at a time, usually, Mm -hmm. to lift weights. And Eric would sometimes use the spin bike. And um, 
we haven't been able to do that for a while. And so it's really cool that we've been able to kind of shift our athletic focus. So we've been doing Couch to 10K program. So that started because we, last year we ran the Boulder Boulder yes. up in Boulder. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a 10K race, 6.2 miles. Super popular. Like, like thousands of people. Yeah, people it's show insane. up and rally. They're, yeah. I've never, I mean, there's the town I grew up in, there's a, there's a race called the Cal Harbor every fall. Nice. <laughs> and because something about the town I grew up in, Cal Harbor, it's like a nickname. Is that a place? It's oh, like no. a nickname for Northport or something. I'm not sure. Charming. But the race is called the Cal Harbor race. Mm-hmm. And Have you participated? I have not because by the time I started running, I was in college and I was in Living school. far away. Yeah. Yes. My mom, my, my mom did it every year when she lived in New York and she was like, oh, do it with me. And I'm like, I can, I want to, but I can't. Hmm. So it's a super popular 10K race and like people from other countries come and everything. But I'm sure even that pales so heartily in comparison to the Boulder Boulder. It is yeah. insane. Yes. The race ends in Folsom Field where the CU Buffaloes play football. And th- that place is packed after, and mm-hmm. it's a college football stadium, which yes. means there are like tens and tens and thousands of seats. Crazy. So we were going to do it our second year in a row, mm-hmm. and it got postponed to, I believe, September. <clears throat> and it's usually a Labor Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually on Memorial Day in May. So we were going to start training for it, and then it got canceled or right. postponed. And we were like, well, let's just keep doing it. Yeah. Because it's starting to be spring, and it's nice. It's the best time to run. Mm-hmm. I was really inconsistent with training last year because I ended up getting sick in the springtime. I had just this lingering cough that just went on and on. Oh my god! I remember that was last such, year. Yes, yeah, such a nuisance. Wow. Um, there were periods where I was sleeping in the guest room just because I could not stop coughing and I did not want to keep Eric awake. And so, for the record, I didn't ask her to do that. Yes, I was like, "Come, I'll, sn- I'll snuggle you, baby. I'll make you feel better." <laughs> and she's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that disrupted my training so when the boulder boulder came around rolled around um we i just walked some of it and ran as much as i could and what we finished in like do you remember our time oh we just looked we just looked back at it didn't we yeah and it was nothing impressive (laughs) yeah but it was fine i think it was an hour and 15 minutes ish Mm -hmm. yeah but our intention this my intention this year was to be able to run all of it without stopping so that's why i started the couch to 10k program uh kind of far out and i was able to skip the first couple weeks because i have done the couch to 5k program before but um when the gym shut down now running is really all that we're able to do other we have a little bit of workout stuff in our garage, but nothing crazy. But we have really been focusing on running, and Eric and I have been running together for the first time ever. It's been really, really nice. Um, I just looked it up too. We did. How this, did you look that up? I went An to email? went to Garmin Connect. Oh. And went scrolled back in my my running activities. So we did the 10k in one hour, 28 minutes, and 28 seconds for an average pace of 13 minutes and 46 seconds. Which I'm pretty That's sure. That's not in- bad at all. I think that includes me waiting online to pee in a porta potty. Oh. And it's also, I mean, I I'm, I don't want to get off topic, but it's fascinating how literally everything that should be normal now seems like 
it's a it's a horrible, outrageous thing to do. Like standing online and using a porta potty. Now, since everyone's isolating, that sounds like an asinine thing to even talk yeah. about. Like, what? No, you can't stand on the line. You can't use a public restroom. You can't be within six feet of anyone. Like yeah. everything sounds ludicrous now, right? Because of this headspace we're all in. Well, yes. Was it yesterday? The other day, we were at the store picking up as many like staples as we could, and we were doing self-checkout and the lady in the self-checkout station next to us like dropped something mm-hmm. and it like rolled over to us and i was like ah! <laughs> i was like i can't touch it no okay it literally it was it was citrus of some sort mm-hmm. she dropped it and it rolled like right up to sarah's foot <laughs> right because i was working the machine and she was standing next to me yeah. it rolled up to her foot and sarah literally looked at it and then looked at her and didn't say anything and she like kind of made eye, made eye contact with us, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, "Normally we'd pick it up for you, but I know you don't want us to, and we don't want to." Right. And she was like, "Totally understand." And she picked it up, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, great. Like, mm-hmm. we're not mean. We're not rude people, but everything is weird now. Yeah. Everything is awkward." It's true. I mean, two two weeks ago, before, like right before, it was like, "Stay home, everyone. Stay home indefinitely." Mm-hmm. Like right before that that like triggered i met with i went to the studio i had kind of been working at and i met with two potential students who want to learn recording stuff and it was it was in that phase where it was like okay well we can still leave the house but like don't don't touch anyone don't like get too close and it was really weird because i wanted to be professional and be like hi yes i can be your pro tools instructor but i'm not going to shake your hand or get anywhere near you Hmm. i'm going to stand very far away from you and we were all acknowledged like oh yeah like don't worry it's not rude we're all on the same page you know very Mm -hmm. weird very weird times and those lessons are now suspended because it's hard to teach that stuff without being in the same room looking at the same computer monitor as a student well they're suspended for me but i'm pretty sure they're still being taught at the studio by someone else Mm-hmm. But I said, I'm not going to do that because that's too risky for everyone. Right. And, you know, that's a decision I had to make. Yes. So to go back to the gym, the gym stuff, mm-hmm. we've acquired over the last few years just some random weightlifting equipment. We had, we got a very small barbell. It's all very decrepit. <laughs> it's very Can old. I just say? Yeah. I'm a little, like, concerned lifting any of it over my head because I'm just afraid it's going to crash down on me you know when metal's so worn out that it smells like metal yeah like you know when you play your your fresh guitar strings your fingers don't smell like metal Mm -hmm. but after a while they get a little worn in and then they start to smell like metal you're like i gotta replace them same thing with the barbells it's like they're so old every time you touch it you're like smells like smells like metal it's coming (laughs) off of my hands so a normal barbell is 45 pounds the one we have is 13 (laughs) and it's it's like half the circumference of the bar it's very small and we have like some beaten up tattered plates and dumbbells and stuff and i moved them into the uh, into the garage and i swept it and i cleaned it out and it's mostly been warm enough to go in there and do stuff it's not the same it feels rugged you know yeah yeah we did a nice little leg circuit 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 that's good circuit workout that's a circuit today <laughs> Yo, you want to come over and do a circuit out? That's like a circuit workout. <laughs> you sounded like uh, Jason from The Good Place. <laughs> Great. Uh, so we did a nice little leg workout circuit today. 
using some resistance bands. That was nice. We kept it like really fast paced and higher up. So we were taking turns. So when I was doing the movement, Eric was walking around the yard getting his steps in because we've got our 10,000 step goal. That's another aspect of this whole <laughs> of this whole conversation. And then we we switched. So So it was challenging. Oh, it was so hard. I mean, well it's funny cuz when you when you do bodyweight stuff, like anyone of this anyone of varying strength levels can do the same thing and for the most part it's it's all relative right yeah so like sarah doing 25 bodyweight squats is not any harder or easier probably than me doing 25 right right because i have to carry my weight so it's it's interesting because it's not like comparing how much weight you're lifting to the person you're working out with Mm -hmm. you know but so that uh, the other aspect is the steps which is something we've i think i've gotten my ten thousand steps 11 days in a row, mm-hmm. which I've, I've never done before. Yeah. Usually it's like some days I'll get like 15,000 and other days I'll get like 6,000. Mm-hmm. But we've been making it a point, sometimes leaving the house like at night or I'll just, it'll be like 11, 15 p.m. and we're trying to go to bed and I'm like, I need 700 steps and I'll just jog laps around our basement <laughs> like an absolute psychopath. Mm-hmm. And I've still been playing MLB The Show with, with Conscious Chris if you missed our last episode, go listen to it. But he'll be like, oh, are you ready to play some nights? And I'm like, ah, I need to get 500 steps. Just I'll call you in 10 minutes and then I'll trot around the basement getting my steps in. Why is it satisfying? Why do we like to do it? I mean, I just think it's because we're so limited in terms of what we are able to do that it's nice to have that goal and that structure. Yeah. You know? I think that's where all the motivation comes from. But I know a lot of people have, they've been experiencing, experiencing the opposite of this. Which I totally understand. And I think Me that too. I would be experiencing the same thing if you weren't also quarantined with me. Yeah. Or if you had no interest in doing the fitness thing with me, you know? Right. I think I'm much better at sticking to goals when I have a partner, like an accountability partner. Mm. Like I've I've done couch to 5K multiple times and it's always been very irregular for me. I think you're supposed to have like three runs scheduled per week. Um, and I would just stretch it out in weird ways. Like I just get it done whenever I felt like it. And we have been really consistent since we've been going together. Well, doing this has been great for me because Mm -hmm. when I started running, like in, at the end of high school, there was no couch to 5k. I don't think that program existed yet. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to do. So I, one of, one of my neighbors had told me that like the little, just like the loop in our neighborhood it was like, oh, you could go down your road and then make her left, go down this road, just like this little lap in our neighborhood. Like, that's like a mile. And it was. It was like literally 0.99 miles. So I was like, okay. So I, that's how I started out running. I just started trying to do that and then do it more times, you know? Right. I didn't follow any program. And running for me, running and lifting, they both, they both always ebbed and flowed. You know, sometimes I'll be like, eh, I'm overrunning. I want to get strong. And then mm-hmm. I'll flip back. Yeah. And Sarah's always like, you got to pick one for longer and you'll be better. Well, you don't at, have to, but it, well, if yeah. you want to accomplish a specific goal, you know. Right. If I want to get good at the thing, I have to do it yeah. more. Um, yeah. So I've never, like, 
when running ebbs and flows and I get back into it, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to go do four miles. And then I'm like, eh, I had to walk some, but like, I'll figure it out. I'll get back into it. And over a long time, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, now I'm fast at four miles again. Yeah. But now doing this, Sarah's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm slower than you. And like, this program is going to be boring for you because there's walking and right. Cause you run eight minutes, then walk three minutes. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it with you. And man, have I become such a stronger runner from doing this. I'm shocked. You're shocked at which part? I'm really shocked that, that everything's not just so easy for you. Um, no, but I, I, it is easy for me. Yeah. But it's it's good because, like, you, the point I was trying to make was that usually I push myself too far and I can't make good progress. Right. So just taking it way slower than I usually do because I'm impatient Yeah. is super <laughs> helpful. Yeah. Well, see, that's this just... This goes back to this theme in our relationship, which is that, and it's kind of like, I don't know, it's interesting because I, I I don't seem like I'd be the more like analytical, like research oriented one, but I am. And Eric is very much the like, let's go out and do it. And so like, I, I do a ton of research on pretty much everything that I get into whether it's weightlifting or in this case running like I've been obsessively watching like running technique videos and just trying to find out how I can get better without injuring myself because I have I haven't really injured myself badly in the past but I've definitely like you have like dove into it too quickly Mm. and that's really discouraging when your body hurts all the time so it's cool that um, I will get obsessed with the research and then sometimes I won't actually see it through but having you as my running partner makes me actually go out there and do it like yesterday oh yesterday was great and you'll see footage from it in an upcoming vlog (laughs) on Sarah's YouTube channel it was it's been really nice here and it's going to continue to be very nice here outside but today and yesterday it's been kind of gloomy yesterday was I think it topped out at like 30 degrees with like a snowy, rainy mist mm. and wind the entire day. Yeah. And we were like, well, it's a running day. And what do you do when it's a running day? <laughs> you run. You eat Oreos inside while <laughs> playing video games and watching Korean dramas. That sounds great, actually. <laughs> so Sarah you, Sarah didn't really want to go for a multitude of reasons, partially because it was frigid and windy and gross outside, and also because she was kind of sore in her in her leg regions. And uh, and I I did I, I didn't force you to go, right? No, but I wouldn't have if you if you I I wasn't about to let you go alone. Do you know what I mean? Oh right, what you said was, oh I'll just shift everything over a day. And I'll go tomorrow instead. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll still go today and then I'll run again with you tomorrow. And I was like, bitch. And you were like, bitch, no. I'm coming with you. <laughs> and then she came with me. And it was just, it was such a great feeling. It was 25 minutes. And I, 25 minutes straight yeah. is what she means. It's so funny because I think there's so many different uh, levels of fitness. But for me, that's so long to run because I was a person who just I couldn't I could barely finish a mile in high school and the first couple weeks of couch to 5k you're like running 30 seconds and then you're running 60 seconds and then you're running three minutes and then five minutes and every single time I increase 
it feels really hard for me. Yeah. So to get to 25, every time I've done the program and gotten to like the 25, 28 minute mark, I'm always like, cool. The entire time we were doing it yesterday, there there was one moment where, okay, let me back up. Every time we've gone for a run or a walk since this self-isolation thing has started, the streets have just been way busier than we ever have seen them, yes. right? I mean, we live in like a residential area. We don't live in Denver or anything. So like, it's not crowded, but it's definitely like, wow, there are, there are people out here. Like it's easy. It's still easy to avoid people. Um, We've but been running off the, off the sidewalk to avoid being right. close to people. We but. just go a little, a little further out of our way, but it's been fine. But I said to Sarah yesterday, I was like, do you, we didn't see anyone <laughs> the entire run. I'm like, cause no one, no one goes outside when it's when it's like this people just right. skip their thing and i'm like this is what this is like great motivation mm-hmm. it's like look look at us like we're really pushing ourselves and it feels good it feels good to be that person be like you know what i don't care if it's cold outside i'm going you know yeah. and you listening at home if you ever feel like that and you go do it it's gonna feel even better than if <laughs> than if it was like nice out within reason you know well, yeah, only I mean, you can know whether Weather. Whether you watch to push the boundary on that day. Right. But sometimes if you do, it, it's more rewarding for that reason. Where yeah, you're like, like, look at me. I'm a badass. Yeah. It's it's similar to the day uh, a couple weeks back. God, we've been we've been doing this for a while. This oh, uh, I know. isolation thing. But when it snowed seven inches and we got our steps in anyway. And there was yeah. just no one. There were, there were like two cars the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and some... What are they called? Some snow plows. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of the way. Very <laughs> satisfying. Yeah. Well, that day we were walking in the street because the street had less snow and we had to move out of the way of the snow plows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's been it's been a weirdly motivating time. And I wonder, I wonder why it's different person to person, like whether mm-hmm. you're motivated. Like my sister texted me and she was like, hey, will you... Um, like, will you give me and Austin, her boyfriend, like, will you give me and Austin, like, like some, like a little workout routine to do, like at the house? Like, she said, quote, it's getting chubby in here. <laughs> I which, loved it. Which Sarah loved. <laughs> so he's getting chubby up in this house. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, being chubby also sounds great. <laughs> like you said. Yeah. Like sitting on the couch and just like. We've, we've struck a balance, you know, we've had mm-hmm. a lot of good, we have cookies every night, pretty much. But we always have a cookie every night. We've been uh, back into the ice cream thing. Ooh, that Ben and Jerry's dough. <laughs> we have not purchased Ben and Jerry's and I want to say, I don't even know if we've purchased it since I moved here. Um, I don't they know. came out with some new flavors right after I moved here. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to Target like every day waiting to find them. Yeah. The peanut butter half-baked, I think. Okay. Peanut butter half-baked is a sick <laughs> flavor. All right. It's vanilla, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough that's it sounds like too much yet it's perfect it is perfect i don't know if i agree with that but i i respect your opinion i i think my favorite (laughs) is the i okay i keep forgetting what it is but i can envision it okay so it's the ben and i'm googling it ben and jerry's non-dairy of course and it's it's chocolate but it has caramel and and peanuts in it I think it's chocolate caramel cluster. Yeah. Was that it? God, that stuff is good. Um, yeah, it's just so fantastic. Rhett and Link, this is a 
off topic. This is a tangent. But Rhett and Link on Good Mythical Morning, I think last week, they did they did like an ice cream, like March Madness bracket, basically. And Ben and Jerry's half-baked won the bracket. People love it. It's because when, when you eat ice cream, you can't decide on what you want sometimes. I wonder... So you have to have vanilla and chocolate and chocolate chips and cookie dough. Have you had the original half-baked? No. Do they make a vegan I, one? Oh, isn't... Oh, it's just peanut butter half-baked is different. I see. I think so, yeah. No, I don't think they do make a vegan one. I, have nev- I haven't had the original. I wonder if it's better. Can I read you quickly? We'll, we'll move on. But can I read you the description on their website for this chocolate chocolate caramel cluster ice cream? Certainly. We think this is the Ben and Jerry-est chocolate salted caramel swirl, swirled, fudge-chunked, peanutty, wonderful flavor you can get. It's also the non-dairiest. What? What are they smoking up in Vermont? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a chocolate clusterfuck of a description, if you will. I am holding out for the mint chocolate cookie that they just came out with. And that's sunflower milk? Sunflower. What yeah, is- it's, it's instead of being coconut-based, I guess it's sunflower. I think they're almond-based. Oh, they all are? I, th- I think so. Oh, yes, yes. They're almond ice creams. Neat. I want that, too. Ooh. We have some ice cream in the house, so we don't have to go out. We're oh, good. also, <laughs> I just bought an ice cream machine yesterday. I thought I dreamed that. This, you really did that? This quarantine has really uh, pushed me to uh, spend recklessly. No, not not recklessly. You I bought, bought a couple of things. You bought an ice cream machine? I did. I've, I, it, it, I've had an ice cream machine on my wish list for since before I moved here. I could never really justify it because I don't really eat that much ice cream on my own. But I like cooking. There's so many things that I prefer to cook and not eat and just give away. To me. And now that we're going through an ice cream phase, I was like, listen, I got to buy it. And then I got it used. So it was oh, nice. pretty good price. It was nice. Isn't it? The price was nice for mm-hmm. the ice mm-hmm. cream. So I want to make a just a vanilla base and make homemade brownies and cookie dough and put it in stir it in myself isn't it fascinating how we can be so motivated to be so healthy and so unhealthy simultaneously well which strikes a nice balance you know sure well interestingly i feel that being consistent with my workouts makes me want to eat healthier it's almost like i go on on a run and i come back and i'm like what will i eat now and I'm like, oh, I don't want to ruin this healthy streak. Although it does make it feel, I don't know, I guess I haven't really struggled with feeling guilty about food for mm. some time, which is cool. Yeah. But I never feel bad about eating dessert at night, you know? Yeah, I mean, truly everything in moderation is is the best, the best <laughs> saying. <laughs> yes. So what else did you buy related to fitness? Your other newest obsession? Oh, uh- Wow, I forgot about it because it's literally uh, feels like it's been a part of my body for my entire life. Mm. <laughs> I got a Garmin watch, a fitness tracker watch. It's beautiful. I did so much research before I decided which one to buy. But I've had a Fitbit, like the very basic entry model of Fitbit for a couple of years. I got it shortly after I moved here in 2018. And, um, you know... It's it's a fine 
gadget. Is it? For for um, limited needs. Use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does sleep tracking, counts your stepos, heart rate tracking. You can log some other types of activities, but it was just always not that accurate. And then once I started getting into running, I really wanted the more advanced like running dynamics information. The problem with the Fitbit, to me as an outsider, correct me if I'm wrong, the biggest problem seemed to be that you would have to bring your phone with you, which you didn't want to do. And also sometimes it just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't track. It was inconsistent. Which is, it's a hassle. Yeah. So you did research for literally (laughs) maybe two weeks, watching videos, looking stuff up online, trying to find the perfect watch for your wrist. I am a big Garmin supporter. Yes. And I mean, you know, I want to I wanna keep bringing the conversation back to the motivation aspect. Mm-hmm. And I remember that when I got my first fitness tracker watch, I'm usually a very, I'm usually a brand guy. You know, I love you my are? Yeti. I love my Garmin. That's funny because you'll buy store brand stuff like groceries. Yeah. 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 I don't care about that. I'm I'll a buy- brand person across the board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll buy Kroger pasta. Don't care. Yeah. You know? I, I won't. But I think it's just because I'm rebelling against my poor childhood. Right. <laughs> Which totally makes sense. Yeah. So I remember when I got my first Garmin watch, I felt super motivated because it's just like you want to use it. And in order to use it, you got to work out. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you've, that's aided in your... Oh, motivation yeah. as well. And I knew it would. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have made the investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're great. It's a yeah. great. It, it, could be a, it could be a great thing. Um, let's take a very short break, and then we'll get into some other stuff. All righty. Does that sound good? All righty, then. And we are back from our minuscule break. Minuscule. <laughs> so... Another thing we wanted to bring up, motivation-wise and work-wise, is that we put both of our offices in the living room <laughs> next to the couch. Right. And it's been, it's been truly fantastic, right. I'd so, say. Some context. We have a house that is entirely too big for us, and it's because we moved out of Boulder, where rent is extremely expensive, like... 20-ish minutes out of Boulder to the place where fewer people live and fewer people want to live. So the same rent, we were basically able to stretch much further. Yeah. We're Plus paying, our house is old. <laughs> yeah. It's an older house and we're paying the same amount for probably three times the amount of space Yeah, that we just don't need. Yes. But the other option was spending more money or the same amount of money on a smaller place. Hmm. So it was like, well, why not? Right. Right. So we have like two extra bedrooms in the upstairs on the ground level. And then we have a massive basement. And Eric's studio slash office was taking up a lot of the basement. And I had one of the bedrooms up here as my office. Right. And we both moved our desks out into our living room. We took, we moved this big, fat, ugly recliner. (laughs) 
that, Excuse me? That's been in I our love living that room. thing. Do you? Have you ever like lounged in it no. for real? Yeah, that's why you don't appreciate it's it. It's cold. I hate leather things. You'll you'll warm it up with your hot, hot bod. Your hot, rocking ass. You know, I, I think I'd rather not, but... Want me to cut that out? No, it's I'm fine. not gonna. <laughs> so, well, and what I realized with my studio setup downstairs is that I had... I had my guitar amps. I had a guitar amp, a bass amp, my drum set, all these freaking mics. And I basically realized that I didn't need all this stuff anymore because I wasn't using it. And I was, since I started working with the studio a little bit, I realized I can kind of sell a bunch of the stuff I have. And if I need to record stuff, I can pay a reduced price as a studio employee and just record there. So I downsized and I moved my desk upstairs to be closer to Sarah. And to the sunlight. So now I just have, I have limited gear up here and it gets the job done. Yeah. And it's just the sun. The sun is a huge thing. It, it really is. Like I don't, I didn't like, my dad asked, oh, he's like, oh, what inspired you to move upstairs? I'm like, A, I need to be by Sarah all the time because I love her so much. I'm gonna, I would die if I weren't near her. And also, I hate going down into like the cold because it's freezing down there, first of all. The freezing, dark, damp, dank basement. Damp. No, it's not, it's, not, it's not dank or damp. It's quite nice. But it's just, uh, didn't want to be down there anymore. And I didn't need the space. So now we're here. And it's given us an idea of exactly how little space we actually need oh, for, yeah. the, for the next time we move. And there's something like you'd think the feeling of having extra rooms in a big house is like, oh, this is awesome. But sometimes it's kind of like we have stuff just to fill the the rooms. Yeah. And you need to maintain it and you need to take inventory of what is where mm -hmm. and it's like i want to live in a smaller place yeah like if this whole if the basement didn't exist we'd be fine we wouldn't have a guest room it would be okay not everyone needs a guest room we would have a guest room still but i guess that's true up here yeah outside in a tent we have a tent <laughs> set up for the, for the guest room so this quarantine situation has led to me getting much more freelance music work which has been very, very interesting. And fortuitous. Fortuitous. Only interesting because, just because of like why it's happening, right? I think, I think a lot of people are starting to, they're starting to go for creative endeavors more because they have more time on their hands. So like, oh, you know, I, I kind of have this YouTube channel, but now I finally have the time to work on it. So I'm going to get a theme song and they'll probably hire someone else to make like a video intro for them with my theme song. And I've been getting a lot of that. And most of the thing, most of the work I've been getting, the lyrics are about the quarantine, right? Like volleyball team can't play. Like they want to lip sync to a funny song. So they hire me to make a funny song about the quarantine with them. And like stuff like that has been happening constantly. And like you said, it, it is fortuitous. And it's nice we get to come up here and drink coffee and work at our desks next to each other and then hang out. And it just being just having just having the work when you when you used to not have it and being in a spot that's more comfortable, being upstairs is motivating. 
Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this more. I want to promote my my business. I want to do my taxes. Ew. Yeah. I finally started mine. Well, you have three months now. Hi. <sighs> yeah. What are you looking at? I'm like mildly multitasking what are because you doing? earlier I looked up the uh, Ben and Jerry's flavors and now I'm on their store locator. What are you trying to find? I want the mint cookie one. I it's okay. nowhere it's nowhere near us though. Where is it? In a Walmart on Summit Boulevard. <laughs> That's not that far. I don't even know where that is. It's in Arizona. Oh damn! No, Let's go. We can go. <laughs> But so every time we've we've had a craving for something like that we can only buy at a store. Right. We've made we've made it a point to say, okay, we're gonna go get this. But we have to we have to get other stuff we need also to prevent us from going to the store again for another few days. Mm-hmm. Because it's just it's not safe out there, people. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to round out this conversation, what what kind of advice can we give to people who might be struggling to stay motivated in any in any facet of their life during this this shit storm that is the coronavirus? Hmm. Well, it's such a hard question to answer because I feel that people are motivated by different things. Right. So whereas for us, it might be motivating for us just to see, like to log into our little Garmin app and see the streak of 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. Or it's really satisfying to me to use the Couch to 10K app and mark off the workout and to see, like we actually went and scheduled everything in for the next couple of weeks. That was a fun- Into a calendar. That was a fun day. Right, because in my view- the further out you schedule and obviously there might be like inclement weather on some days that makes us have to rework it a little bit but the further out we schedule then if we skip a workout out of sheer laziness or something obviously we'll skip it if there's like a a real good reason to but um if it's scheduled ahead of time then The more workouts you miss, the more behind you see yourself becoming. Then you have to edit the schedule. You're like, oh, this was actually this day. And then you're behind and you're confused and Mm -hmm. your routine has been broken. Yes. You know, luckily, I think the weather should be basically pretty good from now on. I hope so. I mean, we'll get the occasional snowy day, I'm sure, in May Mm -hmm. or something. But we should be in the clear. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe it's it's just a good thing to ask ourselves what motivates us, mm-hmm. you know? Well, what would you say motivates you the most? In, like, from a fitness standpoint right now? Sure. From a fitness standpoint, I think, and I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jerk, a jerkist. Go for it. But I think something that motivates me is that, like, since there are a lot of people saying, like, oh, I'm... All I'm doing is snacking and binge watching TV. I think for me, it feels good to be like the outsider. Be like, you know what? Well, I'm going to... Get I, it done? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> She's quoting a song I wrote for someone this past week. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just to be like, oh, I'm not going to be like everyone else. I'm going to... I'm actually going to like... Well, you're competitive. Yeah. 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 I feel that. 
you know, I'm not competitive with you as we've discussed this past week as we've been running, etc. Well, it wouldn't make sense for you to be because you just smoke me, you know? I guess. Like, what would it mean for you to be competitive with me? I mean, even like with getting 10,000 steps or something. You're like, I'm going to get them first. Right. Like, we're not, even though yesterday I did get them first. Okay, but every other day? Hmm. I'm going to cut that out. I edit the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I I can just censor. I can just censor you because I edit the podcast. Oh, all right. All right. All your, you listen, you listen back. All your, all all your talking parts are gone. It's just me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like, we just try to, I think you and I just try to bolster each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, it's interesting. I do feel like some couples, and there have been relationships where I've kind of been competitive with the other person. And I think at times I like genuinely did not want them to be more successful than me, Mm -hmm. which is a weird place to be in. I don't know why that happens, but I've never felt that way with you, you know, because I want to be with you (laughs) moving forward. And uh, that means that I want you to be like the best you, right? Yeah. Aw. I love you. That's so nice. Yeah. So I think, I think, and uh, a, a nugget of advice that comes out of this thought is maybe if you, if you want to feel, if you, if you're looking for motivation and you're trying to, you're trying to do this, because I know that there are people listening who are like, eh, I don't care. That's fine. You don't have to care. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I am struggling to get motivated and I want to get a little more fit during this while I'm home, find an accountability partner or an accountability, accountability buddy. Mm-hmm. Right. Our friend Jeremy FaceTimed me yesterday. He was like, yo, dude, like all I can do is run right now and like do pushups at, at, at the house because my gym is closed. Like, do you want to be accountability buddies? He's like, I want to do I want to do 10,000. Do you say 2,000? 2,000. Oh, he push-ups? said, I, wa- I want to do 2,000 pushups this month. By the end of April, I want to have done 2,000 pushups. He's like, and I was like, OK. He's like, I'm like, what do you want me to do? He's like, I don't know. You give me a goal. I'll hold you to that goal. You hold me to mine. Yeah. And I'm like, sure, let's mm-hmm. do it. I want to lose like five pounds. Fine. Right. And that, I mean, I already, I, I already have you, but now I have two accountability buddies mm-hmm. and he has one. So maybe that's, that's a good piece of advice, I'd say. Yeah. Well, what other, what other ways? Let's think about other things that maybe don't apply to us too. Okay. Because I know like. Don't think about myself. That sounds hard. <laughs> Some people don't have access to that, I feel, you know? Access like, to... To, like, a, a buddy. Yeah. Who, not everyone is surrounded by people who have who have that interest in... Right. In... Maybe we need to be accountability buddies for people. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have, you know, a part of this, which we didn't mention somehow in this whole podcast episode, is that we started this, yeah, this week with our own little, like, fitness challenge. Right. So this whole motivation and running and lifting thing and really staying on on task is part of this little fitness challenge we have with each other. Yeah. Um, So maybe we can end up looping some other people into it if Mm -hmm. if they'd like to, if they'd like to work out with us. Yeah, I think that's what social media is good for. Yeah, it's how you like I don't have any. I mean, I have you and a couple of other vegan friends, but I met them via social media. So it's like social media is the best place to find people who care about what you care about if Mm -hmm. those people aren't directly in your life yeah and then i don't know well some other things like it maybe it's just hard to push yourself to like maybe it's hard just not being outside anymore right Mm -hmm. because people feel like they don't have anywhere to go so they just stay in the house all day sure right and i know i i mean i've heard a lot of people say that where they're just like, 
I'm just inside all the time now. Mm-hmm. And like going on runs, going on walks, as long as you can securely not be around, not be close to people. Mm. Like I like I said earlier, we we haven't had that issue. We're able to kind of be on our own. But maybe that could be good, good motivation, right? Because yeah. going on a jog or a walk, it's good for multiple reasons. Mm. A, you get to leave your house. And get B, some vitamin D. Get that D, people. <laughs> get that sun D. Mm-hmm. That sunny D. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that why it's called that? <laughs> it is. I hate you. It is, isn't it? Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, but also I think I think on a reason some people are struggling with maybe being active is that a lot of people are just burnt out coming into this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like society is so obsessed with productivity and like staying busy, even if you're not necessarily, like, I don't know. I feel like what we've realized, a lot of people are talking about this is that so many people could have been working from home altogether and mm-hmm. getting more done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we have this culture where we have to work a nine to five and n- we're not productive all of those hours, you know? So I feel like a lot of people are burnt out and now they have this like forced opportunity to be at home and like they're maybe on some level their subconscious or the, even just their body is like, you know, I'm going to take advantage of this, this rest, you know? Let me rest. There's nothing wrong with that either, you know? No. It's just if you, uh, if that's not sitting well with you, then I would say. Right. That's when this applies. Yeah. And I, I would, I would assume that for a handful of people, maybe a majority of people, majority majority (laughs) it depends on your job and what you do and your life now and your life prior to this situation but like maybe maybe working less since you're working from home right and you're able to accomplish more in less time Mm -hmm. plus exercising half of half the days three or four times a week maybe that still adds up to like less stress than not not getting the chance to work out and just going to work for eight and a half nine hours a day yeah it's challenging when you're doing that to yeah. find time to you're working eight nine hours a day maybe you're commuting maybe you have to prepare all your meals you know also find right. time for exercise and just and like the time you want to decompress and yeah. to sleep you know it's hard to fit all that in so yeah i would hope that maybe even if it's not under the best of circumstances that people can take a little bit of a break now yeah. relax reset their nervous systems and i think i've always thought that exercise is a really it's a really great way to like it, it can be self-care you know and it's like take time just like hang out with yourself yeah you know like when you're going for a run like if you're listening to music or a podcast or especially if you're not listening to anything you're just kind of jogging around with your with your own thoughts in the great outdoors mm-hmm. and it's just time to like reflect and just think and just be alone with yourself a little bit. Or with your boyfriend. Or girlfriend. Who's like obsessed with you or something. Mm. What? <laughs> let's, take, let's take this off air. Oh, wait. One last thing. Um, something that I think helps us stay motivated is that we have been planning a weekly treat day. Not a cheat day. Right. Because we're trying to uh, dismantle this uh, notion that, you know, foods are fundamentally bad i guess right and that you need to be like associating guilt with treats so Mm -hmm. we're calling it a treat day yeah i don't even know if it's gonna be a treat day or just a treat treat meal every week it might be the the day we get takeout 
mm-hmm. you know, because takeout is a thing now. We never ever would get, we get takeout sometimes, but we've never get like food delivered. And yeah. now, now that's like kind of the only choice. Yeah. So we'll get some food that's on the greasier side right. and maybe we'll split a regular non-diet soda. Right. Ooh. Ooh, we did that to start off our challenge earlier this week. We shared was... a Coca-Cola so good it was really good so much better than diet coke it is so it's so good yeah for such a different reason what else do we get we got some fried rice we got Mm -hmm. some drunken noodles with fried tofu and we finished tiger king that day oh yeah that was great oh can i one more thing are you gonna talk about tiger king (laughs) no 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 no. what one more thing on the topic of motivation but i i hate to be that guy i hate it but it might be motivating for some people. The healthier you are, if you do contract the coronavirus, yeah, the better you'll Fair. handle it. Yeah. One hopes. Right. Um, so that's kind of all I'm going to say about that. But I know most of the complications from the coronavirus and the reason people get as sick as they do or die from it is because their lungs are weak from smoking or their heart is weak from, I don't know, having a bad diet or, Mm. you know. Yeah, there's all sorts of things you can do in the interest of your health. Which I think is something that motivates me all the time. Oh, yeah. As someone who's been ill. Yeah. Someone who's had the cancer. Same, same for me having seen my dad have cancer. Right. Yeah. As we talk about eating Ben and Jerry's ice cream and drinking Coca-Cola. Hey, yesterday I measured out, or two days ago I measured out my goddamn Ben and Jerry's on a fucking food scale <laughs> to, fucking to make sure I scale. ate one serving <laughs> and I scooped it into a bowl. Well, actually, we could wrap it up with that. Today, Sarah and I are both, we're both tracking our all the food we eat. Yeah. Just to see like how much, like how many calories we eat on a normal day because we both realized we know how much food we eat, but we're not exactly sure how much right. it comes out to. Yeah. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. And I think for like the average person, it's not necessarily important to know that no. in great detail. But I think because we both have specific athletic goals right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not going to do it every single day, but I wanted, since we're kicking off this challenge this week, to kind of like just do an inventory and see like, what am I? Right typically consuming in a day and i i I think you don't need to track every day unless you're super intense into something right and you need to know you need to make sure you get 108 and a half grams of protein every single day Mm -hmm. but for us it's like oh we'll do it this one day maybe we'll do it once a month (laughs) just to see like oh what like use it as a barometer right and where are we on a on a normal day yeah I think it's important now, too, because I, we may have talked about this already in, in another episode, but because of the the weirdness of these times, our sleep schedule's kind of been wonky, and as a result, our eating schedule has been really wonky. And so I think that we've both kind of been chronically under eating because we, we'll start eating so late in the day, and then we're like, oh, God, I have to get, I need to get in all this protein at the end of the day. And uh, quite often we just eat junk food. (laughs) Whereas, you know, if we're kind of trying to see it, I think that's what you've kind of realized today is that you are not eating that much during a majority of the day. Yeah. And let me just tell you, 
overeating or sorry under eating constantly does not necessarily help you lose weight no can yeah. stress you out your body out a lot so yep yeah so that's what we're doing not going to do it long term and it's interesting because this is definitely the first time in quite a long time that i can do it in like a healthy way i think yeah because i've i've had like disordered eating and been obsessive about all that and so i've just completely i was gonna say past tense of steer steered clear i was gonna say storn clear i i completely steered clear had to steer clear of like any sort of tracking calorie macro Mm -hmm. just because i knew i couldn't do it with a healthy mindset and now i feel like very balanced you know well i tried to do it a few years ago probably right before you and i started talking yeah because I had, I had quote unquote booked up. I weighed like 165 pounds. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a, I feel a little chunky right now. So I tried to, I tracked my calories and my macros every single day. And I was like running and stuff. And I was like, why aren't I losing weight as much as I want to be? And I said that to one of my coworkers. And they were like, y- you're probably just so stressed out mm-hmm. from tracking your shit every day that your body can't be healthier <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're it's being it's counterintuitive because yep. you're so stressed constantly because yep. you're like how many calories was that pretzel <laughs> it's like ugh, god just right yeah cool so thank you everyone for listening to another another episode mm-hmm. and yeah so we haven't talked about music in a while no. But we still have a bunch of cover songs up on the internet. You can find us. We are Cute Threat, wherever you get your tunes. We're considering maybe rehearsing a couple of cover songs and doing a, a little concert. A little living room tubes. concert. Yeah. Yeah. We should definitely do that. Once I get this stupid interface working. Oh, that's a story I should have told. That uh, You would have lost people. Yeah. Eric's I'd- had some technical snafus. Yeah, I, this past week <laughs> I bought a I bought a new audio interface, basically the thing that gets the sound from your microphone into your computer, and I was super excited about it, and I didn't realize it came with a cable that was not compatible with my <laughs> current computer, and then I went to buy one that I thought was compatible, and it didn't it didn't <laughs> solve it, and I was so mad at myself for just i just messed up the entire thing so i had to order some stuff online and now i've had the thing for a week and i still can't use it until this other equipment gets here so super annoying all my fault (laughs) anyway find us on instagram sarah is at the sarah sullivan i am at the eric games together we are at cute threat rate and review this podcast on itunes it helps more people listen to it uh give it hopefully a five-star rating and a, a nice little comment if you if you please tell your friends about it you could just be like hey there are these two people who are like kind of interesting so uh listen to them (laughs) moderately moderately entertaining and finally you can support the podcast with a monthly donation via our website anchor or our podcast hosting website anchor there's a link for that in the description if you can that would be great it helps us make the podcast thank you so much for listening stay motivated Stay safe. Wrap it up. Me? Yeah. Uh, You said it all, baby. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Sorry.